You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to New York. This is, is the Devil's Devil State, State of Mind podcast, podcast, brought to you brought by to you the Hockey, Hockey Podcast, podcast Network. Network. Now here's now your here's host, host, Neil Villapiano! What is going on, Devils fans? It is, as always, your host, your boy, your confidant, Neil Villapiano. And welcome to another edition of the Devil's State of Mind podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network as well as Sportswire Radio. The best place to get everything you need to know about your new Jersey Devils. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day wherever you're listening to this podcast episode. As always, guys, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to check these episodes out. You always know that I greatly, greatly appreciate all of your love and support for every single episode. This episode and everything we do here at the Hockey Podcast Network are sponsored by our wonderful friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Folks, it is now the official beginning of the NHL season. This week coming up, this NHL season officially underway. Everybody getting going, in, including, of course, your New Jersey Devils. And with also Major League Baseball playoffs well underway, the NFL season and college football as well. And, of course, the NBA is getting underway with its preseason games. DraftKings is now giving you, it's continuing to give you great opportunities to get huge cash prizes. So if you want to get a little bit of uh, extra cash to spend around or maybe save some for a trip or whatever your heart's desire, and you want to get in on it, here's what you do. You go to DraftKings right now, you sign up, you use our promo code THPN, and as always, you tell them that Neil Villapiano sent you. This is the final episode of the preseason, and it's here, guys. This week coming up, this upcoming Thursday night, Devils traveling down the New Jersey Turnpike, heading to the city of brotherly love to take on the Philadelphia Flyers in the opening game of the 2022-23 season. And then this upcoming Saturday, 
at home against Detroit is the home opener. So the regular season is now officially here. And the Devils are on the verge of finishing out and, you know, finalizing their roster for the upcoming season. They need to have their roster fully set by 5 p.m. on Monday. So make sure you stick around on social media at Devil State, as well as Instagram at Devil State of Mind, as I will continue to share all of the latest updates at the quickest that I can. So here's what we're going to do, because today we have a ton to get to on this edition of Devil's State of Mind podcast. We're going to obviously recap the final two preseason games for the Devils, both against the Islanders and the Boston Bruins. We're also going to give you the latest um, cuts that happened from Devil's training camp. Uh, We're also going to give you a preview slash update on the Utica Comets training camp, which officially kicked off. We're also this year going to be keeping our eye on our east coast hockey league team the echl team the adirondack thunder give you guys a quick preview um just kind of recap from last year and what to look forward to this upcoming season and then finally we will be talking very quickly about the Metropolitan Riveters' first game of the preseason and so their preseason is well underway and uh we'll obviously give you some uh information on that so as always, guys, we have a bunch to get to here on the Devil's State of Mind podcast. So let's not waste any more time and get rolling. So we kick things off with a recap of the Devils' uh, second to last game of the preseason, which was back uh, a couple of days ago against the New York Islanders, second to last game of the preseason. Like I mentioned, the Devils roster for this game was uh, consisted of mostly guys that were pretty much going to end up getting cut and sent down to Utica or different uh, teams, whether it's college or juniors. Um, And a couple of guys that, you know, had a relatively 50-50 chance of potentially making the roster as well. And the Devils were relatively competitive through the first 40 minutes of play. But uh, they ended up really kind of struggling at the end and ultimately dropped this game by the final score of 5-2. to Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood played the entire game. And at first, he looked strong, like he's been mostly this preseason. But he did give up a couple of soft goals, which we've seen before. And as a Devils fan and obviously watching, you know, the goaltending over the last couple of years, you kind of squirm whenever you see your goaltender giving up a softy like that. Like, you're kind of you're kind of on edge and hoping that it's not something that it translates into the regular season and we lose some games that we shouldn't because of soft goals like that. Um, Alexander Holtz, again, not playing with Jack Hughes and or Andre Pilat, definitely looked like he was uh, struggling. He had a couple of shots, but they really, really were not hitting the net. And so he wasn't much of a factor. And uh, up until that point, um, after that point, you kind of start to feel like, is Holtz really comfortable playing in the NHL? Does he feel the pressure because of the fact that the pressure that he put on himself to obviously be ready for training camp and to be ready to go for the season? You're kind of wondering if it's it's getting to him a little bit. So obviously it wasn't a, a great game for Alexander Holtz. Fabian Zellerin, who continues to have a really, really strong preseason, got himself an assist, and Graham Clark ended up getting his second goal of the preseason as well on a backhand. Um, you know, you guys know that I've talked about and hyped up Graham Clark before. This is the most confident I've seen him um, since becoming part of the Devils organization, and a guy that I think could, could low-key be a sneaky guy that throughout the season could maybe come in and provide a little bit of goal scoring when we need it when guys are out of the lineup. So something to keep in mind 
and definitely, I think, a guy that could be a huge X factor for the Utica Comets this upcoming season. And with the loss, uh, the Devils' record dropped to 4-2 and two on the preseason. So at that point, you now have just one final preseason game to go. So overall, when you look at that Islander game, you know, there were some things. There were some good things, obviously. Uh, the Severson assist on the Ryan Graves goal was phenomenal because he was able to get you know, deke around two different Islander defensemen to make that pass to Graves for the goal. So you could see a very confident Damon Severson. Like you could see a guy that he understands it's a walk-year firm. It's the final year of his contract. And he's not only auditioning for the Devils, he's auditioning for every team in the NHL to show that he's worth a uh, pay raise in his next contract. And obviously we'll see what the Devils decide to do long-term. Severson also did mention that he's not against talking about contract extensions during the season. I know a lot of players, once the season starts, they don't want to think about it. They don't want to talk about it. They just want to focus on um, on the game and they want to focus on the season. But it seems like Severson is willing to do so. And we have heard Severson talk before about he is willing to take uh, a lower term deal if it meant staying here. Because it seems like he firmly wants to be here. Um, but considering some of the guys that we have in our system, some of the young guys um, coming down the road, you wonder if Severson really fits on the team anymore just because of the fact of the amount of bodies that we have behind him. So let's keep our eye on that. But uh, Severson's definitely had a very strong preseason as well. But Devils dropped this one five to two and their preseason record moves to four and two after six games. So after that game, the Devils did make an announcement on the next round of cuts as the Devils continue to try to get their roster down to about 24, 23 players prior to Thursday's uh, season opener against the Flyers. And this happened on Friday afternoon, and the team assigned eight players to Utica, and those players were forwards Graham Clark, Nolan Foote, Brian Halonen, and Arne Talvite. So... Those were the four forwards. None of those guys honestly and truly surprised me. Even Graham Clark, who I felt like had a relatively strong preseason. But as I just mentioned before, I think he's a guy that could really, really be somebody that we keep our eye on when we do call-ups if we need to once you know we have situations with injuries and things like that. And also just a guy that could be a, a really big goal-scoring X-factor for Utica once the season gets underway. Because there's a very good chance that the two top point getter and goal scorers in both Fabian Zetterlund and Alexander Holtz won't be on Utica to start the year and may not be on there at all. So they need new guys to step up. And I think Graham Clark is going to be one of those guys. Uh, the defensemen were Riley Walsh and Akita Ahoytuk, uh, which is not a surprise either. Riley Walsh, as we talked about with James Nichols of the fourth period um, last week, uh, was definitely a guy that uh, was competing for that seventh defenseman spot and certainly could be a guy that we see down the road as the season moves forward. Um, but he will be starting the year in Utica, which again, shouldn't come as a surprise. And with the goaltenders, again, not a surprise. Nico Dawes and Akira Schmid will both head down. So the top goaltending tandem of the American Hockey League last season will now both be heading to Utica once again. And I think it's good for both of them. And hopefully they're able to just stay down there the whole year while we have consistent, healthy goaltending between Blackwood, Vitek Vanacek, and also Jonathan Bernier. So it's good that uh, that that they're going to get a chance to do that. So we'll see what happens once uh, training camp gets more underway in Utica. They played a couple preseason games, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. Um, but all in all, 
nothing really a surprise when it came to these uh, these next cuts. And so now the Devils are pretty much at the end. Although I will say that um, uh, Lindy Ruff did mention that uh, there's probably going to be one or two more cuts to be made. And we'll see that again, it's going to have to be at some time during Monday um, prior to 5 p.m. And uh, by the time we hit 5 p.m. on Monday, we'll know exactly who will start on the Devils to begin the 2022-23 season. Some other notes, including a big one. Uh, first is forward Brian Pinho was placed on waivers with the intent to be assigned to Utica. He did actually end up clearing, so he is uh, down with the Utica Comets. And the big one which also was not a surprise to most, was that the Devils placed forward Andreas Janssen on waivers. And he ended up clearing waivers and was at practice on Sunday. I'm not sure exactly what that means. I don't know if he'll end up being sent down to Utica. It's kind of an interesting situation, especially because there's still some cuts that need to be made. So we'll keep our eye on that over the next uh the next day or so to see what happens. But it's not a surprise that Andreas Johnson got put on waivers. He really, really had a struggling preseason. He didn't do a whole lot. Um, he was just talking about how a lot of times it was just eating at him the chances that he was missing. And uh, it's fair to say that the Andreas Johnson um, experiment over the last two seasons uh, just has not panned out the way that Fitzgerald was hoping for. And I mentioned this, I remember when the Devils first acquired him in that trade, where they traded Joey Anderson to Toronto for Johnson, that this was going to be a situation where either Johnson was going to show that he has a good amount of talent, or that he was going to show that he was more of a byproduct of playing with guys like Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. And I think the latter was more um, the truth with this. Because in 121 games played with the Devils over these past two years, he produced just 18 goals, 28 assists for 46 points. So... If that was just one season, that's great. But that's over the course of two years, one of them being short because of COVID and things like that. And there were periods of time where uh, Johnson was playing well. Um, there was one time where he was playing on a line with uh, Jesper Bratt, and it seemed like things were clicking relatively well. He was on somewhat of a hot streak early on last season. But again, he eventually fell off and really just wasn't producing much of anything. And now with a bunch of young guys competing for spots as well who are making more of a contribution than he is, this was a tough decision that the Devils had to make. And at the end of the day, they didn't really give up a whole lot. Um, Joey Anderson, for the most part, has been playing in the Toronto Marlies of the American Hockey League. Uh, so it's not like this was a, a waste of time or anything. And also his contract comes up at the end of the year. So the Devils obviously uh, will not bring him back under really any circumstances. So... It is what it is, not a surprise, but overall, those were the cuts slash putting players on waivers that the Devils made. That's the most up-to-date one. And again, later on, on Monday, by the time we hit 5 p.m. Eastern time, we will know exactly who will be on the Devils roster to start the 2022-23 season. So now let's shift things over to the Devils' final preseason game, which happened on Saturday night in Boston against the Boston Bruins. And this one you saw a good majority of the players that are going to be on the roster when the season starts. And that also included Fabian Zetterlin, as well as Alexander Holtz and guys like that. And this was a very good point because then again, you kind of start to feel like, okay, these guys have been here and been through the whole preseason and they're still here, which means they must have an opportunity to play. Even Simon Nemetz, which I still think most likely Simon Nemetz will end up getting sent down to Utica. He's going to be one of the final cuts, but 
again, it's not because he wasn't good. It's because that they feel they want to give him a chance to, you know, play some North American hockey at a lesser level, gain his confidence. um, And then eventually he will come up at some point. Uh, The Devils came away with a really solid five to three win over the Boston Bruins in Boston. And Alexander Holtz, Jack Hughes, Dawson Mercer, and John Marino were the four guys to me that were the best in this game. Uh, Alexander Holtz and Jack Hughes each had a goal and an assist. So for Alexander Holtz, for him to finally get on the scoreboard from a goal uh, when it comes to the preseason, I think it's great, especially being the last one. So he could go into the regular season, whether it's in Utica or in New Jersey, with some confidence. And Holtz did talk about how he was happy to and relieved to finally get on the scoreboard. And it was on a rebound because Jack Hughes tried to make a pass over to the right side. It got blocked. It came right to Holtz in the slot and he was able to bury that goal. And he did make a nice pass behind the net to Hughes on the other side for Hughes to bury it uh, to get him a goal. So both of those guys played very well. Dawson Mercer had a nice tip in goal. Um, for his first and only goal of the preseason, but Dawson Mercer obviously has his position filled. And John Marino, I will tell you this, guys. Out of all of the acquisitions the Devils made during the offseason, and again, I know it's preseason, but other than Vitek Vanacek, Marino has been one of the bigger, more impressive guys that we've seen throughout the preseason. He just looks so comfortable in this devil system he's making plays he's been able to set up guys for goals he actually ended up getting two assists in this game against boston he just really really comfortable back there and a guy who's probably going to be on the third pairing defensive role with either smith or potentially one of you know like a guy like kevin ball um he just you know he brings us more offensive stability back there and i think it's great i really really like that we've created a defensive core that's so strong and john marino just looks like just very confident back there and i think it's great so again those four guys were the ones that really stood out to me in a very solid game and tomas tatar got himself another goal he ended up actually being our leading goal scorer in the preseason and it's nice that you're seeing him do that now hopefully he could translate that to the to the regular season because it's the final year of his contract and who knows what's going to happen with him. Um, but I hope to see Tomas Tatar be a guy that plays on our bottom six that can bring some scoring as well and make our scoring that much deeper in our four uh, forward lines. Uh, both Blackwood and Vanacek played in this game. They both played 30 minutes of it. Blackwood ended up stopping 15 of 16 shots while Vitek Vanacek stopped 12 of 14. So both guys did give up at least one goal, but again, very, very strong. So overall, other than the game against the Islanders that Black was in, the goaltending was really, really good in the seven preseason games. So you're hoping, just like everything else I've mentioned, you're hoping that the, that the guys can translate that to the regular season. And it starts this Thursday in Philadelphia against the Flyers. And it will be interesting also to see who the Devils decide to go with to start game number one and how the Devils are going to rotate their goaltending once the season starts. And with the win, ladies and gentlemen, the Devils finished the preseason with an impressive record of five and two. So that is, uh, that's good that they were able to win a bunch of games. They scored a lot of goals. Goaltending was very solid. A lot of positives. There were some negatives, gave up a couple shorthanded goals and obviously had some bad shifts here and there. But overall, a really, really good preseason. And um, you're hoping that, uh, again, I, I feel like I'm just I'm just repeating myself over and over again. You're hoping, obviously, that this can translate into the regular season. And look, 
the reality is Devils fans, you and I, we all know this, right? You, you and I both know this, that we have gotten very used to the Devils pretty much getting off to really hot starts. You know, the first 10, 15, even 20 games where we look like a team that could really, really make some noise. And then by the time we hit January and early February, we're out of the playoff picture and we're thinking about who we're going to draft with a top pick next year. So I've mentioned it before that I'm not going to get my hopes skyrocketly high until we hit January, February. We're still you know, competing. We're still very much in the thick of a playoff spot and everything like that. So let's just all be optimistic, cautiously optimistic, and just take every game one game at a time. That's the best way we could do it. But now we are going to finish the final cuts. And then over the next two or three days, we will begin our regular season practice. And then Thursday night, Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, the Devils 2022-23 season officially gets underway. Hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. And there's so many different opportunities out there because hockey is, as I always say, a magical, unpredictable sport. You never know what type of game you're going to get. You might get a couple of opportunities here and there, but with matchups like even the big events, like the Winter Classic that's coming up, or any of these outdoor games, all-star games, big matchups against the defending cup champion Colorado Avalanche, and so much more, DraftKings, as always, is giving you huge opportunities to get major cash prizes. If that wasn't enough, excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Here's what you got to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use our promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN, TBPN, or TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Hockey League. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So now shifting from the Devils, and now we're going to focus on their minor league teams as well as talking about the uh, Metropolitan Riveters of the Premier Hockey Federation. We'll start with the Utica Comets. Their training camp kicked off last week. They're coming off arguably one of the most impressive seasons, certainly in Utica Comets history, but definitely, but also certainly in American League hockey history, coming off an impressive 43-20-8 campaign good enough for 95 points last year. They also set the record for most wins in a row to start the season, which was 13. They went on to win the North Division, finishing as the second highest seed in the playoffs, but unfortunately were upset in the first round in five games against their hated rivals, the Rochester Americans, the Buffalo Sabres of Philly. So it is very unfortunate they weren't able to make a long playoff run like we all expected, but hopefully they can build off of last year with head coach Kevin Deneen doing a fantastic job and with some young guys coming back and some other guys getting a first chance to play in Utica, you're hoping for a really, really good year coming up. And you have the same goaltending, which is important. You have a lot of guys returning. So 
there's a reason to be very optimistic. Um, Utica's already played two preseason games, um, so their preseason is well underway. Now, on Sunday, this past Sunday, the Utica Comets made their first cuts of training camp which pretty much means that uh, they end up getting most, some of them end up getting assigned to our ECHL affiliate, the Adirondack Thunder, which also play in upstate New York. Some who were maybe not signed to a contract uh, probably end up just becoming free agents. And so here were the nine players that were, um, that were assigned, that were cut from the Utica Comets training camp. And uh, all of them, I believe, are actually going to the Adirondack Thunder training camp, which starts this upcoming Monday. Uh, Daniel Walker, Nick Rivera, Isaac Poulter, Merrick's Mittens, Billy Jerry, Jared Gurley, Noah Corson, Ivan Chukarov. And the one that is the saddest one is Jesper Bratt's younger brother, Philip Bratt. So Philip Bratt is going all the way down to the ECHL. Now, do I think this is a knock on him? Probably not. You know, who knows how he was performing in training camp and things like that. But again, this is his first experience in North America. And he is a defenseman after all. He's a completely different position than Jesper. Um, so it's all about, you know, giving him a chance to be a long-term, you know, development piece. So we'll see. But um, he will be with the rest of these guys heading to Adirondack to prepare for the training camp for the Adirondack Thunder. Now, the Utica Comets' first game of the regular season is this Saturday, the 15th, when they travel to Hershey to take on the Hershey Bears. So that will be the beginning of the season. Their first home game is two days later, Monday night, at home against the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. So the Utica Comets' season is very much about to begin as well. And just like last year, we are hoping for another exciting, strong season from our AHL affiliate because if they're having success as well as the Devils, we're creating a whole culture from top to bottom with just a lot of success. So here's to another hopeful, awesome season. And I'm definitely going to try to make a trip out there this year. You know, obviously last year was a little bit difficult, but I think now that like I'm fully settled with everything, covering the team and everything like that, now I can really plan this out, and I'm looking forward to getting a chance to get up there and check out uh, some of our young guys and just get a chance to experience some Utica Comets hockey. Now, the second and last thing I wanted to talk about was previewing the Adirondack Thunder training camp, which kicks off this week starting on Monday, October 10th. For those of you that don't know, the Adirondack Thunder have been the New Jersey Devils ECHL affiliate for the last several years. And uh, I'm going to do my best to give you guys some coverage of that as well. I'm going to also do some Utica comments as well. So la the last couple of years, you you've obviously been hearing me and seeing me cover strictly Devils and a little bit of you know minor league stuff here and there. But now, because of the fact that Devil's State of Mind is growing more and more, we're getting a lot more people listening to the podcast and interacting. I want to give you guys the most detailed coverage I possibly can so that you guys can uh, be up to date with everything New Jersey Devils, including their minor league teams. So let me give you a quick uh, recap of last season. Last season for Adirondack was pretty bad. They finished the year with a 27-40-4 record, which was good enough for dead last in the ECHL. So obviously that's not great considering that uh, the Devils themselves finished towards the bottom of the NHL and the Adirondack Thunder finished dead last. So uh, all they could do was go up 
from here, right? So you're hoping for that, especially with a lot of new guys. Uh, Shane Harper was arguably the best overall player on Adirondack last year as uh, he scored 22 goals, 30 assists for a total of 52 points. Here's the thing that's hilarious. The Adirondack Thunder, because they were dealing with injuries and also guys being called up to Utica because of the fact that guys from Utica were getting called up to New Jersey, the Thunder also finished last season playing at least seven different goaltenders in one game at least last season. So goaltending seems to be an issue even down in our ECHL team. So not ideal, but Merrick's Mittens, who played a good majority of last season in Adirondack, will be one of the guys that gets a chance to go down there and perform. Now, just want to make sure that you understand that not everybody who plays for the Thunder has a contract with the Devils or anything like that. Some of them just have an ECHL contract. Same thing with Utica. There were guys on Utica last year, like Tyler Witherspoon, that uh, were on Utica that signed a contract with Utica, but didn't sign a contract with the Devils. So just to keep in mind on that. Uh, like I mentioned several times before, training camp officially starts this Monday. The first preseason game is this upcoming Friday, and the 2022-23 ECHL season begins on October 29th when Adirondack hosts Worcester. So we will continue to give you guys updates with Utica as well as Adirondack. Definitely looking forward to seeing how all of that goes out because, again, all associated with the Devils, we're hoping for great seasons not just from New Jersey, but Utica as well as the Adirondack Thunder. Now, the last thing I wanted to mention to you guys is giving you an update with the Metropolitan Riveters. I mentioned to you a couple episodes ago that I will be covering them for this upcoming season and beyond. Very, very excited to be covering uh, our professional women's hockey team here in the great state of New Jersey. The Riveters actually had their first preseason game over the weekend. They came away with a 3-2 road win against the defending Isabel Cup which is the name of the trophy that you win in the uh, Premier Hockey Federation, the Boston Pride. Um, it was kind of tough to find like stats and stuff from it, so I do apologize, but they did come away with a 3-2 win. Uh, to give you some more information, the first game of the season will be on November 6th against the Boston Pride. Their first game overall it will be in Boston against the Boston Pride. And their first home game, which again will be at the ice rink at the American Dream Mall in East Rutherford, New Jersey, in the Meadowlands, right across the street from MetLife Stadium. Uh, first home game is November 19th against the Toronto Six. So the Riveters training camp is underway and their preseason is now underway. Uh, there are still some roster spots that you that uh, the Riveters can uh, obviously add to. So it'll be curious to see if the Riveters make any more additions prior to the season starting. So we shall see, but the Riveters off and rolling as well as everyone else. And once again, guys, this is it. Our first week of the regular season kicks off this Thursday. I'm so excited. I'm going to obviously be doing my best to cover these games as well as doing live watch loans on the Hockey Podcast Network YouTube channel. Again, make sure you go like and subscribe, THPN. And don't forget to punch the notification bell so you get notified of new live watch loans and video content overall that we are going to be doing all season long. And I'm excited for the second year of us doing live watch loans and looking forward to doing and covering your beloved New Jersey Devils all season long and making season four of the Devil's State of Mind podcast the best one 
of them all.